Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Off the top of this hour, though, the thorny legal issue of making a, a public plea uh, for organs. Should patients be allowed to campaign for their own donors as opposed to sitting on a waiting list and hoping for the best? Now, it can be um, an ethically thorny issue, I think, for a number of reasons. There's a perceived uh, unfairness in that uh, if you're able to find a donor as a result of your efforts, then you, you bump up the list. Uh, someone with, um, well, I mean, the one example last year, remember you had the uh, owner of the Ottawa Senators uh, make a public appeal for help. He was in need uh, of a life-saving liver transplant. People knew who he was. People, you know, know the team and they wanted to help. And a lot of people came forward. Well, maybe for an average anonymous citizen, you wouldn't get that kind of response. Uh, so someone who has um, a sympathetic story might be at an advantage or just someone who, who understands social media, understands how to get the word out would have an advantage. But is there anything wrong with that? Because the fact is we have very long waits in Canada for organ donation and a lot of people die on the transplant list. If we can help find people donors, we can get those people off the waiting list. Is that a good thing? Now, that's why this is significant, because you got the Canadian Society of Transplantation that put out a, a report that goes through all of these issues and concludes that this practice is ethically and legally acceptable. All right, joining us to talk more about it, very pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Marie Chantel Fortin, who is chair of the Ethics Committee at the Canadian Society of Transplantation. Dr. Fortin, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for inviting me. All right. Well, this has been a conversation that's been going on for months, maybe even longer, at the Society. But talk about the process that that led up to this report and and this conclusion. Well, this report came from the two highly... uh, The the two cases with uh, uh, high media coverage last year. And we wanted to provide guidance to transplant professionals to face solicited uh, living organ donor. So with the Canadian Society Society of Transplantation, the Canadian Blood Services, and the Canadian National Transplant uh, Research Program, we worked together to uh, wrote this position statement. So what are some of the issues then that, that you had to confront? We confront most of the issue that you just previously raised. Well, the issue of fairness and equity, the issue of anonymity, the issue of donors and recipient consent, the issue of privacy. We discuss all this issue. Well, at the end, we conclude that we cannot prevent someone to find a living organ donor and save his life. And it's 
ethical for a transplant program to consider these donors and to uh, assess these donors. And also, these, uh, these transplantations should be uh, performed under the current law and also in compliance with the Health Canada standards. Okay, so, and, and to clarify a point, when we're talking about public solicitation for an organ donor, we're, we're still yeah. talking about voluntary organ donation. We're not talking about compensation then. Is that right? No, we're not talking about compensation. Okay. Uh, selling or buying an organ in Canada is illegal. So we are not talking about this. We are only talking about someone who go in the media and make a public appeal for a living organ donor. Okay, so there's nothing illegal about that. No, right. nothing illegal. Okay, and then I guess the the question of whether it's ethical, as you say, people have raised concerns about fairness. Uh, you know, a cute child might have more people wanting to help than 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 an adult or someone with a, a more sympathetic story. So, about these perceived advantages or the perceived inequity of it all, how how do we deal with that? It's really hard to deal with that, but. At the end, you know, every time there is a public solicitation of living organ donors, it raises awareness about organ donation. So it increases living and deceased organ donation. And also, if someone uh, finds living organ donors from public solicitation, well, we can remove this patient from the wait list and allows other patients on the waiting list for a deceased organ to get transplanted. So, and also accepting living organ donors from public solicitation respect donors and recipients' autonomy. So it's why we concluded that it is ethical. So nobody's being harmed is, no. is part of the conclusion here, right? Yeah, well, nobody uh, is harmed, but we have to thoroughly assess the donor, uh, which is which means a medical and psychosocial evaluation, and also the donor should be informed about the risk, the benefits of the donation, and mm-hmm. also all other options. You know, the donor is not obliged to donate to the intended recipient, but can donate to the waiting list, can decide to not donate, could participate in exchange program, and so on. Now, there, there is a, a word of caution in this report that, that at some point it's going to be worth reviewing this policy and, and evaluating whether it's worked and what the experience has been for, for donors and recipients. So we don't know for sure how this is going to work in practice if we, we embrace this and encourage this as policy. Yeah, but, you know, it's already uh Currently, you know, we are performing some transplant centers are performing organ transplantation from uh, solicited donors. However, we don't have any empirical data about medical, psychological follow-up of these donors and these recipients. So it's why we uh, mentioned that it is important that we document and we conduct research on public solicitation and the outcomes for the recipients and the donors. All right. Well, it's, uh, I think, an important issue. Um, and we'll leave it there. People can read more at uh, the website at cst-transplant.ca. Dr. Fortin, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Take care. You too. Dr. Maurice Chantel Fortin, chair of the Ethics Committee of the Canadian Society of Transplantation. So again, something they've been grappling with for months.
And it's been an ongoing debate, not just within the society, but within the, the medical profession and amongst bioethicists for a long time. So it, it sort of skirts around the issue of public compensation. And, and you know, maybe that's, that's happening under the table in some cases. Who knows? But that, that still technically is not allowed in Canada. Uh, according to a report uh, released last month, there's about 4,600 people in Canada waiting for organ transplants. And then in 2014, 278 people died while waiting for an organ transplant. So if people are able to make a direct public appeal, if patients are able to, to get their story out and say they, they need this, they need this life-saving transplant, they need someone to step up and be a hero for them, then I think the argument here is that, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Because you're getting someone to come forward who might not otherwise have come forward under other circumstances, and you're getting somebody off the waiting list. The waiting list goes from 4600 to 4599 That's a step forward. That's one less person who's going to die on the waiting list. And they looked at it and said, well, there's... There's no harm here. Nobody's being harmed by this policy. Even if you can perceive that there's some inherent unfairness, that someone who's got a, a compelling story, someone who's got social media savvy has an advantage. It's not necessarily the detriment of somebody else. As a quote here from Udo Schuklank, a well-known bioethicist at Queen's University. So some people will be better off in light of this situation, and nobody will be worse off. So acknowledging that some of those realities exist, but that says realistically there's little way to stop people from doing this. That's the other thing. I mean, this isn't illegal. There's nothing illegal about somebody uh, putting out a press release or putting something on Facebook or however they choose to get the word out. Say, I need a, a, a liver donation, my child needs a, a kidney donation, whatever it happens to be. There's nothing stopping people from doing this. So it's going to happen anyway, and it's not illegal. And I don't know how you would make that illegal either. That seems un unworkable to me. So you have the society here saying the benefits really outweigh the concerns. Raises awareness for organ donorship in general. And we have a severe shortage of organ donors everywhere in the country. So, yeah, does it seem unfair that someone like Eugene Melnick can come forward, says he, he needs a new liver and people who love the senators and, you know, want to help out the owner of the team are going to come forward? And a lot of people came forward, hundreds, in fact, came forward to offer to help Eugene Melnick. There's another story here involving uh, some, some twins in Kingston, Ontario. As the Toronto Star describes it. Their adoptive father was a match, but it can only donate to one of the girls. So the family kickstarted an aggressive social media campaign last year that again prompted hundreds to try and donate to help the other twin. In the end, it was a student from the Royal Military College who gave part of his liver to, to this little girl. And why would the family apologize for that? What has the family done that's wrong here? They're trying to save their little girl. They did what they could, and, and it worked out in the end. So, so that's great. And so I think now that this provides maybe a little more clarity... Uh, to, to the, the medical profession, to the healthcare system, that don't get in the way of this, don't discourage this, that there's benefit to it. All right, 403-974-8255. We can talk a bit more about this issue. Got a few other things to get to here. You're listening to Afternoons on News Talk 770.
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.